Hello my spontaneous people, this is Shiny Boy here and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff. And today is our new segment, Star Wars Saturdays. So Star Wars Saturdays, pretty self-explanatory. Um, so I'm not entirely sure how this is going to go, especially for The Mandalorian. I'm thinking of maybe keeping The Mandalorian on TV Tuesdays. Um, and leave uh, more in-depth ta- Star Wars conversations in this in this uh, in this uh, episode or this you know daily thing. I, I'm trying to <laughs> this new segment. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to figure out what to say. But for Star Wars Saturdays, I really want to let it focus more on not necessarily like review. Uh, I guess I could have reviews. But just more of a conversation instead of just like a breakdown. For example, like for TV Tuesdays, I think I'll just leave The Mandalorian. I already watched uh, the the recent episode of The Mandalorian Chapter 12. But I think I'll probably leave that for TV Tuesdays. Because uh, TV Tuesdays so far, I don't have much. And also, I only have like, like, about, like around 30 minutes or so of uh of talking about star wars so i can't just talk about for example today i am going to be talking about uh the lego star wars holiday special um in this episode but i don't think i have time to talk about um get doing a spoiler review of the mandalorian until until this upcoming tuesday so I'm just going to save that for Tuesday, and I'm just going to talk about the holiday special. But keep in mind, I did watch it, and don't worry, I will I'll leave that for um, for for Tuesday. Um, so yeah, I will actually going to get started with um, uh, with uh, with uh, with the Star Wars holiday special, the Legos holiday special which you can find on disney plus right now so yeah um but before i get started if you are new to the podcast thank you so much for listening today this podcast is available on spotify google podcast apple podcast anchor and wherever you can get your podcast so without further ado let's just get into it um so the lego holiday special the lego star wars holiday special so what are my thoughts on this special um here are my first impressions this was a nice change it was a nice change it made me uh, remind myself of what i love about star wars because i love star wars but sometimes it can get too complicated i just enjoyed the movies you know I, i enjoyed the movies but the problem was i i thought there was a lot of star wars you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of Star Wars that I I couldn't figure out where to start, where I could, you know, do I have to read? I felt like I have to play catch-up, you know? I feel like I have to play catch-up with, um, with Star Wars. Like, uh, for example, well, for me, when it comes to Harry Potter, when it comes to Harry Potter, I didn't feel like I have to catch up because there's not, not a lot of properties, except you have you have the seven books, you have the cursed child, um, and, and then you have, like, the Fantastic Beast movies, but you could just watch the movies, and watching a movie is kind of easy, 
Um, and of course, it, it, I feel like it's going to take a lot of hard work in order to... In order to com- not really complete my Star Wars journey, but to keep up to date you know what i mean and i feel like there's a lot to discover but i guess that's also the joy of star wars i think that there's like a lot to to discover and i think that i think that's good i just think that back then i thought it was just playing catch up which um which is not necessarily true um i think that's a lot of people who haven't watched uh Clone Wars, Rebels, you know, anything like that, um, but anyways, let me just get, let me get to the, uh, the Lego holiday special, uh, Lego Star Wars holiday special, so here is how this, uh, the special went, so today is life day, yes, life day still exists, um, they really want to continue with life day, I guess, I guess it is Christmas at that time, um, so, it starts off with Rey training Finn to become a Jedi. And I'm it's sad to say this is the most development Finn is probably going to have because they're not exploring Finn enough. I, he does you can we can see that Finn has the potential of becoming a Jedi, but they're not going to ex- explore that. They they just want to focus on Rey, which is which is fine, but it kind of I could see why uh, John Boyega was upset. He was upset that he did not get the chance to to show what he can do, you know, and that's pretty unfortunate. So, um, and they keep mentioning Tip Yip. Now I'm thinking of Yip Yip from like Avatar when they uh, when they talk to Appa and say like uh, Appa Yip Yip, and then it's like <laughs> Appa would fly away. Uh, for those who do not know, uh, Appa is a flying bison, <laughs> but Tip Yip, I think it's just some like life day dish or whatever um so ray was upset because finn wasn't um performing well as he should have been because ray was focusing more on the text the jedi text and she's wondering like what can go wrong how can she be a better teacher so she found this book one of the ancient jedi texts and found uh, that on, only on life day, only on life day, that these keys can help um, Ray in order to train Finn uh, on the planet of Kordoku. And sounds like Sudoku to me. <laughs> um, so, so what we find out is when Ray just decided to skip life day and go to Kordoku. Uh, she know, uh, she finds a, a key to the galaxy's past, and basically, it's it's kind of like a stone in order to um, go to the past, and I think that's kind of cool. And then after when Ray and BB-8, BB-8 was uh, with with her, she she ended up like time traveling to when Luke and Yoga uh, Yoga. <laughs> I'm sorry. When Luke and Yoda went on Dagobah, so when when Luke was training under Yoda on Dagobah, um, and it's like when Luke was trying to move the uh, his uh, his X-wing from the from the swamp, 
it was it was that moment and then after that she ended up meeting it's basically here i have a list of where she ended up so she ended up where obi-wan was under qui-gon still a padawan and then she visited anakin and obi-wan in the elevator shaft um and then she visit luke inside his his x-wing um before luke destroyed the death star and then we ended up on the second death star and then and then <laughs> Vader was talking to Palpatine and so like what if we call we, we can't just call this like Death Star 2 <laughs> and, and then Vader just suggested why not we call it Star Killer Base and then Palpatine thought it was a stupid name um, and then when when Rey enters uh, the second Death Star and then decides to leave vader enters the portal and that's where um uh ray and ray and vader started fighting um and then and then there was a moment when they were both on the planet hoth uh the snow planet uh, the ice planet or of hoth and they were uh there were two vaders fighting now and they ended up now that after Vader and Vader were fighting together, and now it went back to Vader and Ray fighting, ended up on, on oh crap, I forgot the, I forgot the planet where Anakin fought Obi-Wan, I forgot where the name of that planet, damn it, uh, my lack of Star Wars knowledge, it's, it, it's not looking good so far, but I still want to do Star Wars Saturdays. And then after that, uh, they went to the the time of the Mandalorian, which was which is a nice nod, uh, seeing Baby Yoda. And then and then Ray and Vader were basically fighting on top of Anakin's pod racer <laughs> while he was still pod racing. Um, and then there was a moment of just clone troopers chasing the whole thing. It's like all these characters are falling down into this portal. You know what I mean? It's like they're falling down into, into this pit of just endless time travel. And it was, to be honest, it, it looked pretty cool. <laughs> if I'm not going to lie. Um... And then there was a moment of Rise of Skywalker. Um, then they brought Rise of Skywalker. Then the New Hope. Um, I think it was like a Luke being dragged in all this. And then, and then they let yeah. It was it was the set of like New Hope, right? And all these people, all these people were were basically dragged in and they have this all-out battle on Tatooine while Luke is just like looking out at the twin sons <laughs> it was kind of funny and there were two Hans two Han Solos just shooting at Greedo <laughs> which is pretty funny it was like an all-out battle which I kind of like so and now after that I think I think Vader just took the uh, Vader took the the key, and now I think uh, do, 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 like Vader and Palpatine decided to figure out a way to rule the galaxy with this power, 
And then they decided to go to the future and they saw Kylo. Kylo Ren. And it was it was like Kylo Ren and Palpatine partnering up. And then like Kylo basically told Palpatine that Vader's going to betray him. <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then I'm sorry if I'm not focusing so much on what's happening in the Millennium Falcon. There's not much. All I know is Wookiees are getting mad because of the food. Um, Chewie and Maz Kanata, I guess they're dating. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, here's my boyfriend. Um, uh, do, 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 do. And then we see uh, Lando. We see Lando back in there. And then when Ray was upset with herself because she, she didn't think she was a good teacher, she messed up time. You know what's funny? There's not much of a, there's a messed up time. It's more of like these characters are just dragged in. I don't, the, the whole concept of time travel in this, it doesn't really affect, um, it doesn't affect the timeline because there's like one, because I believe there's like one timeline, but now it's like alternate realities. So... We'll see. Uh, and then Yoda, uh, Yoda, Force Ghost, Yoda just went to Ray and figured out like, um, just telling her that she has the power all along, you know, that sort of thing. And then she can fix this, that sort of mentality. Um, but yeah. And she, um, Yoda told her that she was just focusing on the books instead of communicating with Finn. So that's where she's like, oh, it's not necessary. Like the books that are not teaching Finn, it's me as a teacher that's not teaching Finn. Which is, I kind of like that message. And, and now that she realizes that the power was with her all along, even though she doesn't have a, have a key... There's a lot of stones in that cave when she went on Kordoku. And so she utilizes all of them so that she can time travel back and stop Vader and Palpatine and Kylo. And there, there was like this all-out battle on the second Death Star. And, and, and when Palpatine was basically defeated, Rey went back and just decided like, hey... Finn, you are becoming a Jedi. So, there's a lot. There's a lot to take in. It's hard to keep track of all these Easter eggs, all these characters. That's why I I, I just say all-out battle, because there's just a lot of people in there. Overall, it was an enjoyable experience. It was... It's not necessarily, like, my favorite thing, but it's definitely... I will say it is definitely better than the 1970s like the 1970s like holiday special because that was wow that was scary um this one is more of like they're using they're using legos as a way to make it lighthearted so that they could have a holiday special but still you are enjoying the world of star wars but just to lighten up a bit. Now, you can't just expect this to be, you know, this is going to be canon and all of that. But what I do like is they're doing it after the events of Rise of Skywalker. So to make it like if it's an open possibility, you know, it's not necessarily canon, but it is an open possibility. So I did enjoy this very much. 
Um, and this actually opened a possibility of um, of future Star Wars telling because it's it's kind of ironic. No, not ironic. Um, what's that word? It's surprising to me that there's not really a time travel story when it comes to Star Wars. I know Star Wars is not really like because I know a lot of sci-fi properties they want to include time travel and that sort of thing or going to different dimensions and I understand that it's it's Star Wars and it and it's its own it's its own thing. However, um, if they could do it like Endgame, and I enjoyed Endgame very much, there is a possibility of utilizing Kordoku. And if you want to throw in Life Day, fine. But if these crystals, if these crystals slash keys to go into the, the galaxy's past, um, not necessarily disrupting the timeline, but in order to learn or something i don't know i think it is possible to make a time travel story within star wars now is it going to be solely heavily on life day no but it would be cool for ray to uh, it doesn't have to be ray but but i i like this it, let's take out the comedy aspect for a second if you take out the comedy aspect and try to make it as if it's a legit homage. I, if this is going to be an all-out finale of what Star Wars would be. Let's just say if Star Wars decides to end their movies. You know. I feel like this is a good way to sort of wrap it up. Kind of like Endgame. When Endgame brought all these characters together. And and we know like you know some characters are you know dead and whatnot. But it would be a good, it would be a fun, it would be fun to see these characters that we love join together. And for some reason, um, and for some reason, if they have to return to their timeline, then, then that would mean like, oh, their memories would be wiped up, uh, wiped off or something like that. They could explain some Jedi shit. I don't know. Um, Again, I, I could be offending a lot of people. I'm, I'm very sorry. And I'm very sorry that it like, does offend you. If that's if that's not how Star Wars works. I, I know that's not how Star Wars, Star Wars works. But for me personally, I did enjoy the time travel aspect. And to add a planet called Kordoku. And to, and to find, uh, find like this gem. This stone that could, you know, help you know a person time travel um it is a possibility it is a possibility to bring these characters together uh, for just for a brief moment you know for a brief moment uh, just to give like i don't want to say it's like it is basically a fan service thing i love fan service i'm sorry i love fan service i don't care if it's not there's fan service done poorly but i would still enjoy it and there's like fan service that done right that I really enjoy, but still I think that it is, it is it is a possibility. It is a possibility. So yeah. Um, overall, I think this is fun for the whole family. And if you're a Star Wars fan, please don't like be like this is not canon. You know that sort of mentality. All I can say is this is this is going to be a good time. So yeah.
All right, with that out of the way, let's move on to some of the My Culture updates. So, on the My Culture update, like, at least on my end, actually, I'll, I'll talk about some changes in the podcast. So, uh, for one, I just watched the Good Mythical Morning live. If It's basically an eight-hour variety show, and it was actually fun. It was actually really fun. I did not watch all segments, but it's... For Good Mythical Morning to be live, it is very funny. Like it, it is very funny, especially, especially the Mythical Kitchen. There, you can tell there is a difference between Good Mythical Morning and the Mythical Kitchen. It is chaotic and it's fun, and I'm loving it. And and it's good that they're raised. They're doing this to raise money for for the arts for children. And that's you know I, I think the arts is very important. If you are an artistic person, I think that. Art in general should not be should not be forgotten. You know, I really believe that. All right, and uh, oh my god, I, I heard this. I heard this recently. So everybody knows Charlie D'Amelio, and and there's she started to lose like a million followers because of this family. They had they had a they had a chef that. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of stupid. It's stupid. Like, so the chef cooked them food, and then Charlie D'Amelio just like spits out like or vomits like you know her food because she doesn't like it, and people did not like her attitude because of how how um, disrespectful she was. And here's here's the thing. I, I've I've talked about this before. You can be successful and still not be happy. And there's like, there's this thing about when you have a lot of followers and they have a lot of money to the point where, and I don't know if she makes money, probably she does, but when you have so many followers and you feel entitled, you that can turn you into something nasty, something like a prick and not, and not being a good person. And it, it can lead you to be twisted, you know? So all I can say is I hope she finds help. I hope she finds a better path to become a better person. But at that moment, and this is more than just being making a mistake. This is uh, this is about someone being disrespectful to someone. So I hope we all can learn that we need to respect one another and take care of one another um, because her attitude. There's just something about TikTokers and YouTubers and creators when when fame goes to their head that they tend to be more arrogant and that's one of those reasons. So we gotta learn to be humble. Um, we gotta learn how to be humble every now and then. But um, don't necessarily do this to make people like you. Do it for yourself and become a better person. Be a better example for for others so yeah um all right i think that's it for today thank you so much for listening today if you like this podcast click follow whatever podcast services you are listening this to share this podcast to anyone you know it really means a lot it really helps a lot and until next time so long farewell take care bye bye